Hey, it's Chris, the supply chain doctor and host of Supply Chain is Boring, bringing insight into the history of supply chain management and exposing you to some of the industry's thought leaders and driving forces. In this episode, we sat down with two supply chain advocates in the Chattanooga, Tennessee area who are successfully creating a regional supply chain center of excellence. John Fries is the director of University of Tennessee Chattanooga Center for Professional Development, and Enrique Vizoso is a transformational operations leader and current COO of Brown Industries. I can vouch for their general knowledge of supply chain management as they have both participated in a supply chain management class with a supply chain doctor without dozing off. It all sounds pretty boring, so let's see if they can prove me wrong. John and Enrique, thanks for investing time with me today to discuss some of the things you're doing for the logistics community in and around Chattanooga. Thanks, Chris. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, good to be here. Thank you. So, John, there, there seems to be a lot going on at UTC, University of Tennessee, Chattanooga. I want to know more about, you know, what's happening there and what you have planned. But before we do that, can you just tell me a little bit about you, maybe your background and why people would be interested to hear why you think supply chain is not boring? Well, I'm always surprised to hear why people are interested in hearing from me. I I oftentimes tell them nobody pays to hear me say anything. That's why I rely on, honestly, folks like Chris, like uh, folks like you, Chris and Enrique. A little bit about me. I'm originally from Texas. I grew up in the Houston area got two degrees. I got. I went to school at Sam Houston State for undergrad and Texas A&M for grad school. After grad school, I joined the Institute for Public Service, University of Tennessee in Knoxville, and, and started a career there. And my career path has led me to Auburn University as the Associate Director for Continuing Ed, and now to University of Tennessee at Chattanooga as the Director of the Center for Professional Education. Enrique, a little bit about you, please. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, thank you. you know, so again, glad to be here. You know, been in the uh, supply chain industry about 35 years, half of that in manufacturing. Then I spent uh, half of that in distribution. I've uh, had the fortune to be able to work and do some supply chain consulting as well. So I've really been able to see both the shipper side as well as the uh, distribution side. Currently, I'm Chief Operating Officer of Brown Industries in which I'm back in, uh, in the manufacturing uh, world. But part of what I do with, along with John Priest, has uh, been working and supporting uh, UTC Center for Professional Education, really both developing a supply chain continuing education program, as well as trying to build a network of supply chain professionals in the greater Chattanooga area. So let's touch upon that, John and Enrique. What UTC Center for Professional Education, what, I guess, John, what is that? kind of what's your, why a supply chain and offering? The Center for Professional Education at UTC is, is essentially continuing education. We are a non-academic degree program. We are truly an outreach function of the university. So our focus is not on, on getting folks through a four-year degree program or a graduate degree. Our focus is really on the community at large. Uh, and we are doing a whole host of training programs, not just in supply chain, Really, it's across a a pretty wide swath of areas. We've got uh, career and workforce development programs, but then we also have a number of these professional certification programs, uh, not the least of which are the APEX programs, but we've got a a project management program, a human resource program, and and as of just a few weeks ago now, we've got uh, an IT program in the the CompTIA space. So we've got a, a variety of programs, but most of them are designed toward gearing or at least designed to get someone to a credential. 
uh, that's that's our main focal point right now. And it's an interest of, of the supply chain community. Well, part of it is the supply chain community. What's yeah, so the fastest, well, I, I, when I think one of the faster growing parts of our operation is in the supply chain space. One space that we've been able to do more than just the certification-based training. Uh, as you are well aware of, as one of our instructors, we, we do a CSCP, Certified Supply Chain Professional course. We also do the Certified Production and Inventory Management Program. Those are core foundations to our supply chain program, no doubt. But Enrique and I, several years ago, had the notion of what about creating more of a community of supply chain practitioners in the Chattanooga, Southeast Tennessee, Northwest Georgia area. And so we really wanted, we really wanted to be more than just a training provider. We wanted to be a place where folks could network, share ideas, get resources, make connections. Uh, and so to do that, we started a supply chain lunch and learn series. And, and that really uh, has evolved somewhat over time. It took off a little faster than we anticipated, I would say. Uh, when we were initially sort of thinking that concept through, we thought, okay, we'll do this every other month. And if we get a handful of people to show up, we'll consider it a success. Before we knew it, it was uh, we had every month except December scheduled. And now folks are, are to the point where they're, when they're, they're asking, Who, who's your speaker going to be? What's, what's your gonna, what are your next topics going to be? And what's been kind of cool about that, even, even in the midst of the pandemic, is we are still creating that sense of connection. It's a different sort of connection. There's no doubt about that. But we've still got folks that are tuning in, connecting, getting information, growing, learning as a result of that. So it's really created an interesting dynamic in our community. As, as you all may recall, back, I guess, last January, we did our very first supply chain symposium here in Chattanooga. That was a kickoff to the 2020 Lunch and Learn series, really, is what it was kind of designed to be. And I thought what's sort of interesting about that is, and I shared this with Enrique at one point, this community that we've created allowed us to pull that supply chain symposium together pretty well. I mean, I had the email addresses of the C-level folks that we needed to talk to to pull that together. And it came together really pretty smoothly, I would say. And I, I give all the credit to that, to, to really, you know, the community that Enrique and I have really worked so hard to create. You work for UTC, correct, John? You're the director? That's correct, yes. And Enrique, you're, you're kind of the henchman that he, he brought in to, to organize and keep things going in a, in a positive sense. But you've, you're pretty involved with, uh, I know you were involved with that large symposium that John talked about. So what do you do and how do you help? First, we really started with creating a vision. We talked about what do we want it to be. And, and as John mentioned, he was learning and trying to understand the supply chain world. I had lived the supply chain world and also knew a number of people here in the Chattanooga area that participate in the supply, supply chain professionals. And one of the first things we did is we brought together representatives of uh, just about 12 companies here in the Chattanooga area. And we really talked about what do they, what do you need? And the two things that came out is one is we need continuing education. And number two is we would love to connect with local professionals so we can identify best practices, get resources that at times may help us find better solutions for the problems that their companies were encountering. So that really was the initial vision that launched the Lunch and Learns, that launched the educational program and, and really trying to build that network. Through that, we also connected with the Chattanooga Regional Manufacturers Association in which we created a supply chain committee that we further engaged companies, you know, local 
Chattanooga area companies, some pretty good sized companies to be able to not only get their knowledge and expertise in supply chain, uh, but also really be able to help them leverage uh, their relationships to build that network. And really, they've been extremely helpful as well in bringing in uh, both speakers as well as organizing the symposium. It's really been a, a great partnership. But, but really, it's not about who's the expert. It's about connecting people that have areas of expertise to share their knowledge and practices with our audience. Yeah, it's interesting. It's almost a, a private market, public market venture, University of Tennessee being the, the public market and then the private market being the companies that you're trying to support and grow. It sounds like you're really just there trying to support and develop the, the logistics of the supply chain community for, that, for your area. Is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a very safe way to say it. So you do that through educational offerings. As you mentioned, some of the APEX courses, I think you're a, a partner or something of APEX. So that's, uh, and what I think, what I like about your program is you're, you also get, if people take the APEX classes, just to be specific, they, you also get a certificate from the, from the, the college. That's correct. Yeah. Is that correct? So, yeah. So we, yeah, we, it, we, we don't necessarily brand it a full on certificate program, okay. but we okay. certainly give them a certificate that demonstrates that regardless of whether they go sit for the certification exam. They have put forth the effort to learn and grow and develop new knowledge and skills for themselves, their employers that benefit them in a number of ways. And so we certainly want to recognize that even if they choose not to go sit for the certification exam. That's a nice offering. And I think you've had some success or or seen good attendance in some of your classes. You know, back to that symposium, I was fortunate enough to be invited and, and attend a couple of those events. So the, I did see a lot of momentum that you had, you know, pre-COVID. But there's also, you also do things, and Enrique was telling me about, where you go out and work with employee development for companies. Can you tell me a little bit more about that, Enrique? Yeah, part of what came about, uh, the city of Chattanooga is working with local companies to facilitate the entry of people looking for employment into either entry or experienced manufacturing jobs in the Chattanooga area. So UTC CPE was asked to develop a program that really would give people the skills, uh, some soft skills, as well as some technical skills to make it more effective at entry-level manufacturing jobs. And I think well beyond the the softer technical skills, local manufacturing companies are, are really struggling with finding one production workers, but also production workers that will have a stay and have the discipline and the uh, strong interest and work ethic to be a long-term employees. You know, it's no secret companies just struggle. Sometimes they have to go through 10 people to be able to get that one person that stays. So we strongly believe the program not only be able to develop and provide soft and technical skills, but also validate individuals that will have the the work ethic, the interest to really be good long-term employees for these companies. I like what John had had mentioned earlier, or what was Enrique, sense of connection. I like that concept because that's, you know, it's, we're all people and most of us like to talk and share and, and learn from others. And I think that's part of what you're doing, but John, you also had a bottom line to satisfy. So you do have, you have some responsibilities. So, so companies, individuals can, can take your classes, but you also I think you're probably trying to partner with companies. Yeah, absolutely. 
all money is green in our eyes. So it doesn't really matter where it comes from. We're, we're happy to talk with, with anybody that's got the money to talk to us, but you're right. It's, 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 it is, there is an obligation that we've got to meet, but it's not what, it's not what always drives us forward. I'll piggyback on some of what Enrique just talked about. Can't mention the company's name yet because this has not all been settled, but we are able to see some opportunity growing off that work with the city of Chattanooga. Now we're, we're looking at opportunities to work with companies that are looking to locate here and open new facilities. And so now we're, we're looking at how do, we to, how do we work specifically with that organization to create a talent pipeline for their specific job requirements. And so, you know, we'll be looking at things like operators and warehouse operators and, and production folks and quality assurance and creating talent pipelines to fill a very specific need for an organization. So that's that's one growth area that we're starting to see. And that'll be pretty exciting if that comes around. But yeah, certainly working with with a corporate client. Uh, you know, it's we've done a little bit of that in the supply chain space where a company will reach out to us and say, hey, I've got a group of 10 people that I want to get trained in uh, CPIM. And absolutely, we'll set up and we'll do a what we call a corporate class or custom class or an organization that wants to get a group of its employees trained. And I think there's a lot of value in that for the organization. One, you know, we can get some, we can look at some volume discounting to, to be able to do that for them. But I think they get a bigger ROI on doing it that way to some degree because they've got a team building atmosphere that gets created then. You've got a whole cadre of people that are going through a course, learning the same thing at the same time, the same way. And that brings about a bonding for those folks that, that are going through that program. So there's some, just some value add to doing that. But then, yeah, of course, open enrollment. We see open enrollment right now, you know, just to be completely honest, it's a little down. Uh, the, the pandemic has, has suppressed a lot of that. And so what we found is, is that where a corporate company may say, oh, I've got Joe Smith that, uh, you know, he's an aspiring supply chain manager. Uh, we're going to sponsor him to go get a CSCP certification. That's pretty well dried up right now, at least for us. But where we're still seeing some opportunity is folks are finding ways to tap into their company's tuition reimbursement plans to, to be able to pay for it. So Joe Smith might have to pay out of pocket right now. And then once he successfully completes the class, uh, his company's tuition reimbursement will kick in. And so instead of us invoicing the company, we work with Joe Smith directly. As we begin to wrap down the discussion, I appreciate your time. So the theme of my podcast is supply chain is boring. Mm -hmm. And I think you guys have done a reasonable job of disproving me. But is this a, uh, and, I, and I'll certainly get Enrique's perspective on this. No offense, John, but no, no, from, from, a, from a hiring standpoint, is, is the market still strong? I mean, is, is supply chain a good place to find employment, to find a, a long-term career? Absolutely. At all levels, I, I would say all levels of supply chain are struggling to find competent talent. That could be from the key people that are on the floor uh, executing either production or distribution operations through, you know, subject matter experts and the various practices of, of supply chain. You know, I, I go back, Chris, when, when I really started working in supply chain, and I kind of think back, uh, and I will say it's just, it's been a while, let's just say around 20 years. I remember we were treated as a cost center. And, and it was all about, okay, Enrique, get your cost down, cost as a percent of sales, and reduce cost. And, yeah, we had to improve service levels, 
and such. So not that there was no sensitivity on serving our customers. Needless to say, when you look at everything that's happened across the supply chain, I don't think there's any supply chain organization that is any longer treated as a cost center. Yeah, you know, you have budgets and, and those things, but it's a strategic component. It's not, it's no longer a deliver the goods at the lowest cost possible. Supply chain, as you know, has become uh, at times a competitive advantage in, in, in the competition world, uh, much beyond cost, you know, service, speed, information, uh, diversity of services, uh, just uh, an incredible number of ways in which really supply chain work is really beyond, goes so far beyond, once again, back a couple of decades, thinking about being treated as a cost center. I think the opportunities are endless. Uh, there's a lot of young talent, very excited coming into supply chain. Uh, technology attracts it. But let me tell you, while, while technology is a key enabler, there, there's a lot of opportunities that times have been not, not as technologically centric that are really just exacting, exciting positions in the supply chain. I think too, just sort of thinking about what Enrique shared there, and, and while y'all were while you were answering that question, I I pulled up Indeed and searched supply chain. There are 69 jobs right now in Chattanooga that have supply chain reference in them, and so that you know that that's probably a pretty big gamut of types of jobs, but that's not an insignificant number. And I think the other cool thing that I see happening, it kind of goes back to that community effect that we're trying to create, and this kind of goes both ways. We've got organizations now that when they are looking to hire supply chain professionals, they will let us know or they'll send us an email and say, hey, this is a role we've got to fill. Do you know anybody or can you put this out through your network to see if anybody might be interested? And so to me, that says an awful lot about the respect and trust that we are building in, in that community of practitioners, because if they're willing to let us contribute to that process of, of bringing on their most valuable asset, uh, to me, that's pretty cool. And, and it kind of goes the other way, too. We've been able to build strong enough relationships with organizations here in town that, again, I think it speaks to the respect and the trust. UTC does not have a supply chain degree program. But we have students at UTC that are looking to go into that space. And so some of them come to our lunch and learns and some of them come to our programming, things like that. I was, I'm, I'm pretty excited about this. Just in the last couple of months, I was able to help one of them get a job here in Chattanooga just through our network, through our connection. I floated his resume out to several people that I knew. And by Thanksgiving, he had a job. So by the time he graduated, as soon as he walked across the stage, he was ready to draw a paycheck. And so I think that really speaks a lot to the value that our, that, our, that our stakeholders, I will call them, I don't want to call them our customers, I think that speaks to the value that our stakeholders see in what we're doing here. They're looking to us to help, and we can reach out to them for assistance as well. Yeah, and that ties into, I guess, my last question or, or thoughts from you two. I was going to suggest that anybody listening connect with you, John, on LinkedIn. Sure. Because I did notice that you, and, and no offense, Enrique, but John's with a specific purpose, because I did notice that you do that. I was, I was thinking you, you, you share, you get leads from companies and you share those on LinkedIn. So if you're part of the, your connection, I think that's a great, a great Yeah, and I do a lot of that completely unsolicited. If I see a, a company that's in this area that's hiring for somebody that I think that may be in my network, I'll share it out. Uh, you know, it's no harm, no foul, I think. 
but then there are some very intentional processes of that going on that aren't always public on LinkedIn as well. My last question or, or perspective is, do you have any, you've kind of already started talking about it, so it might be a loaded question, but any guidance on, on students or even experienced professionals that want to maybe transition into supply chain management as a career? Any suggestions? Well, I think, I think and I'll let Enrique speak to this because he's truly the, the supply chain professional, uh, at least in, between the two of us. My suggestion would be get connected get connected, uh, find a way to get group, either whether it's through the Association for Supply Chain Management or whether it's through a program like what we're doing here at UTC. Take a class, get to know the folks in the class, and build that network up. You know, I would say the same thing for students and or professionals. I think that's a good way to, to explore that. You know, I would also say, you know, supply chain is a very broad area. And, and at times people may hone in, you know, there's a lot of technology uh, views of supply chain. And I think, yeah, there's a lot of technology in supply chain. There's a lot of jobs that have less technology focus. So I would say don't be shy and thinking about, well, you know, but I, I don't know. Think more of what you know and the skills and experience that you have or the career that you want to develop and follow that. Just don't just fall to what you may be hearing uh, in the news and other uh, publications, what may be key topics of supply chain, because it's just really very broad. And once you are in one aspect of supply chain, it really becomes a lot easier to learn, to, to broaden your perspective, to broaden your your knowledge, to uh, uh, your skills, and really then be able to navigate different jobs inside of supply chains. So, so, so don't be shy, focus on what you know, and leverage the experience and knowledge you have. Yeah, I was going to say just my advice on that when somebody asked me what types of roles they should be looking for. I, I always say anything that says supply chain analyst, because that is kind of a, that's the shortstop for supply chain. I mean, you can end up doing sourcing, you can end up doing distribution, or manufacturing. So I think that's a good place to get full exposure to everything supply chain. Because as you said, Enrique, it's a pretty, pretty broad brush. Gentlemen, thanks for investing time with me today. Well, thank you, Chris. We appreciate all you do for us. And it's a great opportunity to be a part of this uh, new exciting program. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Thank you, Chris. Supply Chain is Boring is part of the Supply Chain Now Network. We highlight historical events, companies, and people in supply chain management and create a picture of where the industry is headed. Interested in learning more about supply chain technology startups, mergers, acquisitions, and how companies evolve? Take a listen to Tequila Sunrise, crafted by Greg White. Or check out This Week in Business History with Supply Chain Now's own Scott Luton to learn more about everyday things you may take for granted and pick up short stories you can use as general conversation starters. The Logistics with a Purpose series puts a spotlight on neat and interesting organizations who are working toward a greater cause. If you're interested in logistics, freight, and transportation, take a listen to the Logistics and Beyond series with the Adapt and Thrive Mindset Sherpa, Jamin Alvarez. And check out the newest program, Tech Talk, hosted by industry veteran and Atlanta's own Corinne Bursa. Bursa will discuss all things digital supply chain. If interested in sponsoring this show or others on Supply Chain Now, send a note to chris at supplychainnow.com. And remember, supply chain is boring.
your interest in supply chain, maybe you should move to Chattanooga. So 69 job postings, that's good. I was surprised, and I didn't scroll through that to see how far out that really goes or where my radius is, but I've got Indeed set pretty tight. So when I saw 69 pop up just for supply chain, I thought, that's, that's more than I would have guessed. Enrique, are you guys doing any hiring? Yeah, we've hired, say, about 40 people in the last month. Yeah. But we're going to need a, a planning scheduler. We're going to be looking for a lean, continuous improvement engineer, maintenance, quality. So there's really multiple roles that I'm going to need to be hiring here over the next, you know, some of those, I, I need a couple pretty quick. The others may have to wait just kind of over time, but we're going to make progress really quick and we're going to need talent yeah. to do that. 